Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela today, talking about trauma and how it affects your aura. So inauthentic aura colors related to trauma. I've talked about inauthentic aura colors before, but not in this way. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. And speaking of inauthentic and trauma, uh, this has happened before. Mm-hmm. I got another nasty DM oh, no. because it's been, I, they said, I think it's been two or three weeks that I've not said the word Jumanji. It's true. You've dropped it. I know. Wow. And I apologize. Slacking. The DM was from a guy named Tyler. Um, <laughs> Tyler. Just saying it's from a guy named Tyler. Was he like, hey, bro? He, he might have <laughs> had a hey, bro in there. And he's basically said, look, you know, it's been like three episodes since you said Jumanji. Could you throw a few more Jumanjis hey, bro, in there? Throw a few Jumanjis. Be a little more authentic you know, and do that. Okay. But all right. Good to know. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) So speaking of inauthentic colors, have I ever worn an inauthentic color? You know, I don't think so. I mean, I feel like with all of us from time to time, and and I'll talk about this, um, but episode 30 is when I really deep dived into like what inauthentic aura colors are the way I see them and how they relate to us kind of generally. And there's kind of like kind of like the the lighter way it can affect us. And then today I'm going into like the deeper way it can affect us. So I feel like mm-hmm. over the years, of course, like I've seen you kind of maybe pick up a little green or yeah. or whatever. But you your your issue is more you become unbalanced versus okay. inauthentic. Right. And I never I definitely didn't pick up any green when we went to Helen, Georgia. Right. As you, we told everyone last week. Yeah. I was hoping to pick some up, but I didn't. I know. But you know, the best aura color you are is yourself. Like which really just means the best person you are is who you are authentically like and i think a lot of times these inauthentic aura colors so i'm glad you brought that up in a jestful way without being serious at all and here i go right i'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people are like oh i wish i were more this or that like people look at somebody else and they're covetous of that person's vibe and really that energy is better spent cultivating your own vibe and getting authentic in your own self that's where that energy so whenever you feel that kind of be like "Ooh, all right no no i'm gonna take that and invest it back yeah and i and look i'm going to sing your praises here Mm. please let me i know you're indigo and you don't like that and i've done this before on the podcast and i've said this before but it was and i'm still in awe of it a huge breakthrough for you when you were able to tell the difference in someone's aura between their authentic colors and their inauthentic colors, that to me was one of the biggest breakthroughs that you've ever had. And it's impre- it impresses me to oh. this day. Well, you know, it's I, from spirit. It was a spiritual download. I know, but you put in the work. I know you're, you're indigo and you don't like to take any credit, but you put in the work to do that. Right. Um, in, the, in the beginning, and I've said this before on the podcast, I know, but I want to say it again. I know like, you know, in the beginning, maybe you, you didn't. Maybe you just told someone they were purple, blue, and that's what they were. Yeah, you several know, years ago because I've grown. Yeah. Right, but as you have grown and read people and read people and mm-hmm. put in all the work that you've put in, you've been able to figure out which, when the color is inauthentic. Yeah. And that to me is incredible. It's... You know, I, I, I can't do it myself. I don't know if anyone could do it. I mean, I'm sure someone can. But, you know, to, to me, this, it's very impressive. And oh, I just wanted to put that out there. Well, auras for me, it's a metaphor tool. You know, I yeah. see people in color. Um, it doesn't even matter, like, what the colors are. It's just my way of seeing them so that I can get them to see themselves. That's, right. like, really what it is. Right. But it's, you know, it's, colors are fun. So when they show me, like, inauthentic colors... 
Um, it's just a metaphor, like, oh, they're trying to be somebody they're not, yeah. you know, by for, for different reasons. And today we'll talk about those with trauma. But yeah, like seeing them that one day, it was like a spiritual download day. It was like, yeah. whoa, <laughs> okay. And um, and I started calling them. I used to call them, I think, environmental. Yeah. I used to yeah. call them environmental. And now right. I call, and then I changed it to inauthentic because I kind of had to coin it myself because I there's there was nothing out there at the time about this kind of stuff. Right. Um, that helped me and look, figure out what it is. Yeah, and look, I might be biased here, but I don't think anybody else is doing it. In the entire world, I think nobody else is doing it, or at least it's not as good as you. But oh, I am biased. All right, I all am right. biased. All right. All right, so so what if you, know, you, you have someone in your life that maybe you know, is rubbing you the wrong way at this, time, you know, at this time? Maybe a friend, maybe your husband, maybe a boyfriend, maybe your dog, maybe your cat, <laughs> maybe your guinea pig. Um, you know, Maybe they've brought on a inauthentic color. Is that possible? Yeah. So the thing with um, inauthentic, it doesn't mean fake. It doesn't mean you're being like a fake person. Right. It just means you're watching somebody do something in a way that it, it actually can feel irritating to watch somebody have an inauthentic aura color. You're watching them. It can feel like they're not telling you everything. It can feel like there's a distance between you and them. It can feel like they're hiding something from you. Usually they don't know they're doing this right. even. So you're watching them kind of struggle or, or be who they're not or just do different things. And you're just like, what? what is it about that? I can't put my finger on it. That's what it feels like when somebody has an inauthentic aura color. But they're not self-aware usually that they're doing it. Okay. So it's more kind of the vibe. All right. So let me ask you this question. Again, I'm learning just like everyone else yeah. that's listening now. So let's say you have, let's say you have a boyfriend, you've had him for a few years, whatever, or, <laughs> right. or a husband of you know years, and you know maybe like the last year or so or six months things are rocky. Could it just be that you know maybe there's an outside environmental thing, such you know such as job related, yeah. health related, whatever that's giving them this inauthentic color, yes, and that's why they're kind of getting on your nerves now. Yeah, yeah, like people go through phases. And I think, for example, when I was teaching or in school, used to call me psycho student. Right. We'll we'll go to that because that's just funny. It's just an easy way to kind of uh, talk about it. So when I was in grad, well, undergrad and grad school, because you knew me for both, I, you were like, oh, they're a psycho student. And then like every semester, I was a psycho student. Like I wasn't even myself. Like I would, be like finishing assignments and just doing all the stuff. And I was, you know, I was, well, that's what you called me. Cause I think it was yeah. annoying to you in a way, like you removed yourself from it and right. we're like, okay, you, you do you, but this is like unnecessarily, you know, the anxiety and yeah. just all. Yeah. So yeah, you noticed it right. and it bugged you. And, um, but, and the good part about that is like, if, if you can tell them or, or they can figure it out that they're yeah. and become aware that they're wearing this inauthentic yeah, color, you help me. They could shed it. Yeah, you help me. I was like, oh my god, I do. Who am I? Like, because right. I was wearing an authentic yellow like during the semesters. Yeah. So I was like, who the heck am I? But then I would have a break. Okay. And then be normal again for a while, and then go back to it. Yeah. But then when I was teaching full time, it was like all the time. Right. All, and, and every time, and even today, like when I go through like transitions in life or something, it's really hard for me not to pick up inauthentic yellow. So, and I think like you'll notice it too. Yeah. Like, why are you planning ahead? Why are you, do- <laughs> like, you'll tell me, like, stop thinking about something like, like before it's even, you know, here in our present moment. So one, now that I'm aware of it, it's harder for me to put it on. Okay. And it used to be very easy for me to slip into it. Right. Is it, is there, again, I'm just asking this, I don't know the answer to this, is could you wear an inauthentic color so long in your life? Let's say like for like 
10 years or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, I'm going to talk about And then about it that. becomes actually yeah, when you're a kid. And I'm going to talk about this coming up okay. because I have this whole theory that I came up with. Oh, okay. Myself. All right. All right. We'll save that. <laughs> Called accents and auras. So Interesting. just basically like if you learn a language before a certain age, you won't have an accent. You won't. Like right. if, if you go, if like you move to Germany when you were six and you're fluent in German, you won't have a German accent. But if you move when you're 30 and you're fluent in German, you're going to have an accent. Right. So it, it, it's, it's the same thing with auras. Like if you get one before a certain age, it feels more natural to you. Okay. Yeah. So again, this, this could be hugely helpful, you, you know, know this, mo- to some, people. Yes. Some people are just more prone, like I am, to having an inauthentic color versus you. Just because I have such uh, like critical self-worth issues that <laughs> like I try to, um, I just automatically assume I'm not good enough. Mm. That's kind of my default mode. Whereas you don't really have that as much. You you deal with it differently. You get kind of more aggressive in who you are, and I take a step back aggressively into who I am not. If that makes sense. Yeah. So some of us move forward or move more into our authenticity, and some of us become more even aggressive or more uh, heightened versions of ourselves when dealing with stressful life situations. And some of us actually just like disappear and try to pick up other people or other methods or other energies to cope because we don't feel like we can be authentic in those situations. So it's kind of like extreme examples of just how to, you know, when people can't cope with life. Okay. I won't actually have one more question that keeps popping in my mind while we're doing this. So, and I don't know if you can answer it or if this is difficult, so let's say you figure out – or let's say you figure out someone's wearing an inauthentic color or maybe you can't figure it out. But how do you know like the difference between like, all right, maybe this person is going through like a rough patch for a couple months. I got to stay with – like let's say it's a significant other or something. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going through a rough patch for a, a few months and you just know it's an inauthentic color yeah. or whatever or versus like someone who's like, this guy is a narcissist. You know, he's not changing that color. Like, yeah. How, is there a way to tell the difference? Well, having an those? inauthentic aura color doesn't mean like – you're a narcissist or no, anything. No, no, I understand. Yeah. But meaning like it's, got, it's just a, like they're wearing, let's say, an authentic red. And you know yeah. it's just a rough patch. Yeah. And if, I can, if you can just figure this you know, out. You know, it's their coping mechanism. Yeah, we can mm-hmm. get through this mm-hmm. and move forward. You don't have to, you know, break up or anything. Just get through that rough patch. But versus like, okay, this guy is uh, narcissistic, malignant narcissist. Oh, so you, you're like, oh, my boyfriend just, or my girlfriend, they must just be wearing an authentic aura color. That's why they're abusive towards me. Yes, okay, exactly. Like, no. That's like, what I'm getting ha- at. When you're... Wearing an inauthentic aura color, honestly, okay. the the worst person you are is to yourself. Okay. You know, like, so I think we've all had relationships with friends or family members or whatever. They, you know, they're going through something, maybe somebody passed and they're they're in kind of like a phase, you right. know, or, or they're grieving or they're, they're trying out a new job or they're doing something new and they're uncomfortable. So you give them... A grace period. That's normal. And and sometimes those people will be wearing an authentic aura color and you're just like, who the heck are you? Who are you hanging out with? What are you doing? What are right, you wearing? Right. Okay, like stuff like that. And you just give them a minute, let them, you know, evolve and learn and move forward or whatever. Versus somebody, you know, honestly, inauthentic aura color doesn't mean you're like nasty. That's a whole separate thing. Like when anybody wears one, usually if anything, they're just super annoying, you know, or they're just kind of, they feel off or they're irritating to you or you can tell they're more self-destructive than anything else. Another thing is um, just overall, it's easier to deal with people when they're self-aware. If somebody's self-aware 
Um, and that's what we're all moving towards. You know, if you're listening to this podcast and doing you know work at home on yourself or whatnot, being vulnerable and speaking to things is the most important thing you can do. And if you're in a relationship with somebody and you can do that out loud about yourself, I think it helps the other person feel comfortable to be the same way with themselves. So if you're like, you know what? I noticed that I... I am, I don't know, anxious and this and this and this, and I'm feeling these ways and I'm feeling empty and I'm feeling, you know, disassociated. I'm feeling numb lately. So I'm looking for ways to work on myself or not, or be in the present moment. Like just talking about yourself like that really does open up for people close to you to be like, hmm, I wonder how that relates to me or like how I can do the same thing. So I think the best way you can help somebody is to talk vulnerably about your own process instead of tell them about them because nobody likes to hear about them. Like that. They get defensive. (laughs) So it's better to make it about you and let them connect the dots. And if they do connect the dots, it's good, you know, and usually people want to connect the dots. All right. Now, I don't want to dumb down this segment Mm. by talking about Beverly Hills Housewives, but it was put on Mm -hmm. the, uh, you know, we were were on vacation, you know, we're in the middle of the woods. It's night, not much to do. So we we actually watched the Olympics. I never watched the Olympics. And then you also were putting on Beverly Hills. Right. So I was like, all right, let me watch. It's an excellent season. It's wonderful (laughs) that Erica Jane seems like a great, fantastic, amazing, super person that doesn't lie at all. But anyway, um, you know, you you tell me who everyone was and you said one was Kathy Hilton. Right. And, you know, I, I do like the Hilton brand hotels not an ad right and you know she seemed like a little kooky to me or whatever. she is yeah, yeah she's, and, she's a delight this season yes and you introduced me to this other character sutton strack or yes, something like that right and i think one of them is really authentic right and i'm gonna say kathy and the other one's not so authentic right and authentic uh could you go through kind of that with the kathy hilton versus sutton sutton strack whatever yeah let's yeah. do that so I think you came in right at the part where, because um, you don't watch the whole episode, where Kathy no. Hilton was saying um, that she doesn't remember where her homes were. Yes. And so what happens is, is you know, sometimes, get, like talking like this is normal. Sometimes you have so many homes, I would just come into a place and I have to call the HOA and be like, can you tell me which home is my home? I don't know where my home is. I mean, it happens. <laughs> that, look, it's happened to me. <laughs> once. Only once. But, yeah, like, where's right. my home? Okay. Yeah. So... um it was just so like, and, but she's pink. Okay. Kathy Hilton is pink and yellow and she's just authentically like that. Like it's hard, it's hard. Like, yes, it's like such a dodo head thing to say out loud, especially when you don't know the audience or whatever. But I mean, honestly, there's just something about the way she said it. It wasn't really to me. Like you could tell, you could feel cause she's very authentic in herself she didn't like that's her reality. Like right. she really does forget where her homes are. So, like so, that's <laughs> so you're saying she wasn't like saying it to like to her make people's feelings, her people's feelings, yeah. and make her feel better about herself. Yeah, I think that just happens it to just her. Happens. But how do we know that? You know, like right. how do we know that? And she's kind of a popular house. Well, she's a friend of the house, so she's kind of popular on the show. And I think because. Everybody kind of was like, that's so awful, but she's still funny. Like, what's she going to say next? You know, like that. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and you know, that's authentic, right? Right. But then there's Sutton Strack. I think that's how you say her name. And she's like new last year, so it's her second year. Okay. And she's yellow and purple. Now, she wears a lot of inauthentic blue. So if you watch the season, you know what I'm talking about. She's got a major victim mentality going on lately, and it's that inauthentic blue color. So what she's been doing 
is she's uh, takes everything very personally and gets very upset. So what happened earlier on in the season is she told the new housewife, Crystal, who's Asian, she said, oh, I don't see color. And then, you know, Crystal is like, come on, please. Like, <laughs> we don't say that anymore. Like, come on. Like, please. Yeah. And everybody got, like, really annoyed with her. Right. You know, because it's an annoying thing to say. And when they called her on it, instead of her being like, oh, my gosh, you're right. I'm sorry. Let me, oh, my gosh, let me reevaluate how I said that or whatnot. She started crying. And she really took it, like, personal. Oh, my God, how could you say this? And she even went for so much as to say people with Southern accents are discriminated against the same as like people of color, which everyone's like, Whoa, like, you know, it was awful. Right. And this is like, and I think the viewers are like, man, there's something wrong with this woman. <laughs> and that's like her inauthentic blue. Cause she's all like, I'm a victim. Da, right, da, da. Right, now right. fast forward to last night's episode, Kathy Hilton at the dinner table said, Oh yeah, I don't see color. The same, same thing. thing. So she said the same she thing. She said the same thing. Yeah. No one flipping got mad at her. Garcelle, who's black, was like, well, she didn't mean it. Like, <laughs> like no one got mad okay. at her. So, in essence, you could... I think you can... It, it's could, hard, because, like, you yeah. know, you know, it's, like, intention yeah, or whatever. Yeah, intention behind like, it. Like, you know, Kathy's just like, whatever. She just says things, you know, it's like, she's harmless. I don't know. But when Sutton said it, because she's got that inauthentic color and she's making everything about herself, it's, like, annoying and irritating. That's yeah. kind of how it feels when you're wearing an inauthentic aura color. And people will come after you harder, too, because it's something about how you said it yeah you know it's the so, intention behind yeah, it yeah it's like wow is this how'd you make this about you somehow and right. i think like i don't know it's just it was funny to me it's like me i say like dumb things all the time things inappropriate things but nobody gets mad at me well. maybe they do <laughs> <laughs> because my intentions are good so that's you know whatever all right we got a couple ads and then okay. when we come back we're going to do inauthentic colors as seen in the workplace Ooh, yes Today we're talking about trauma, and I think all of us can relate to that a little bit. Well, BetterHelp can help you with some mental check-ins when you're dealing with your own stuff that comes up. You know, because whatever you need right now, therapy can help you. And what is therapy exactly? It's honestly whatever you need it, whatever you want it to be. You can get tools to help you with motivation, depression, anxiety, battling your temper, stress, dealing with insecurity in relationships or at work, whatever you need. You don't have to be ashamed of your normal human struggles. You can start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. I love meeting with my therapist. Um, BetterHelp offers customized online therapy. There's video, phone, and live chat sessions. I do the phone. I like to talk on the phone to my therapist. She's helped me, given me lots of insight. She's helped me talk through things. It's just nice to have kind of like that third-party objective person who's there to help you. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. You can join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. You can see if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. I think sometimes we think we have to be a certain way to go to therapy or we're going to have to have things to talk about or we're going to have to, you know, maybe you just don't know what you want to talk about. Maybe you just want to sit there and just see what comes up. Your therapist is there for you to just do that. It's about you and what you need it to be. So this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And Know Your Aura listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash K-Y-A. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash K-Y-A. The other day, well, back in May, actually, <laughs> it's just a funny example. I went in for my vaccine to CVS and, you know, you can't leave CVS without 
like several things and they're all like random items so i'm grabbing my toothpaste i got a smoothie got some candy you know and i go right up to the the checkout and what can i use i can use my super easy um touch free payment with paypal or venmo and you get ten dollars cash back on your first in-store qr code payment of twenty dollars or more and you can do this at cvs and how fun and easy and convenient is that hey scotty we use PayPal, right? I use PayPal all the time. It's my go-to. I feel completely safe, secure with it. Uh, you know, I can do everything on it. You know, I'm on there all the time. Yeah. And for me, being a red, the most important thing to me is the safety and security. Mm-hmm. If I don't feel like an app or something like that is safe and secure, I'm never going to use it. But with PayPal, I, I truly always do. Yeah. And you too can get $10 cash back off your first transaction of $20 or more. Just head over to your local CVS and pay using your PayPal or Venmo app. That's $10 cash back on your first purchase of $20 or more with the PayPal or Venmo app. To see terms and learn more about how to use on and to earn that $10 cash back, go to paypal.com slash K-Y-A. All right. So during the commercial break, again... (laughs) Someone slid into my DMs. Oh, no. This time it was a guy named Matt. Mm-hmm. And he oh. said also, please, please, please say Jumanji a few more times. I need just one more Jumanji. So, Matt, this is for you, Jumanji. I don't think it's the Matt and Tyler we're thinking of, but you never know. <laughs> hey, bro. He did sign the hey, bro. But all right. So, inauthentic colors. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you need a little comic rip. All right. <laughs> inauthentic colors seen in the workplace. So I'm going to give you a couple industries and yeah. kind of tell us, you know, through all your your, your teachings and all your readings, what, where you find the most inauthentic colors. Yeah, and, the colors. and I'm going to talk about this too. Like sometimes a job can give you an inauthentic yeah. color just to, to work there. You need one. And, and I just see so many in my readings. So yeah, go for it. What all do you right, got? So the first thing that comes to mind is like healthcare. So like yes. nurses. Yes. So what do, you, what do you see with that? Yeah, so with nursing... Um, <laughs> It's hard to be indigo in nursing. So if, you know, a lot, unless you're, it's hard to go into it if you're not an empath at all. So I will always see blue and indigo nurses. But if you're indigo, I'll see you wear inauthentic blue. If you're blue already, you're wearing more of it. And sometimes I will see inauthentic yellow if you don't already have it. And I think that's just because of all the charts. You know, they're real big on that and the paying attention to things and all the numbers and all the details and who even knows, but they do like that. So inauthentic blue and inauthentic yellow a lot with the nursing. With the nursing. If and- you're already a blue and yellow, not that your life's easier. Nursing's like one of the hardest jobs in the whole world, but right. it might be, you know, maybe you're more prepped for it. Okay. You know? Do, and here, again, I don't know if you can answer this or not, but do you see like in the field of nursing and healthcare more inauthentic colors than the average field or no? Yeah. Um, no, because I really feel like in nursing, you know, I'm not a nurse and I've never gone through nursing school, but I mean, they must filter that out. Like you okay. must know pretty quick if it's not for you. I think that that's one of those jobs where you either can do it or you can't. And if you can't, they get, you just, you don't last. Yeah. It's just too hard to stay afloat. Like any nurse you see working has fought and tested hard to be there. Like right. it's it's too hard a job. Like like I I'll see like sometimes um if you're a little hot mess, you can work you can be a nurse if you're purple. But if you're a little too hot mess purple and then you start like messing up your charts and stuff like that, like immediately they'll just <laughs> okay. get rid of you. Like oh, you'll get rid of yourself. It's just too hard. It's too hard to work if you don't have that mindset. And I think that it's a very rigorous job. Right. So so yeah, they, it's like a natural filtration system there. So you got to either get your inauthentic colors on quick or get out. 
And especially during this time, mm. nurses. Oh, well, now this is a whole oh different gosh. thing. This is burnout. Yeah. This is just too much for any human to deal with. Yeah. Anybody. There is no color for now. There is no color okay. for what post-COVID world. Well, they're, our, nursing, our nurses across the country are just killing it. They're especially angels. Especially in the 5D. These yeah. people are our angels. These are God's hands. Just crushing it in the 5D. Yes. Some of the housewives might be crushing it in the 3D, but you guys are crushing it in the 5D. Absolutely. All right. Second, I have corporate America. Oh man, I, I, I think I, I can guess it. this one. Yeah, okay. I would an authentic red. Sometimes if they're managers, if okay. they're management, like sometimes they have to grab a red. Yeah. Um. Even it, it, it's actually this is funny. I just read somebody the other day, and she's in um the journalism world. Like she works for a TV station. And, and stuff, and she's, like, super, super yellow naturally, but because all her bosses are red, she wears, like, an inauthentic red color okay. on her. So it makes her, like, lead differently than she authentically would as a yellow and is making her absolutely, like, nuts. Like, she just feels crazy all the time right. um, because she's trying to do something the way other people would do it versus how she would do it. So I will see inauthentic red. Sometimes, um, you know, it, depending on what field you're in, like if you're in HR, there's like, if you're not already blue, you're wearing it inauthentically. Um, a lot of inauthentic yellow because there's a lot of like structure organizationally that if you're not already yellow, you're going to have to wear that to do it. So those are the colors I see. Okay. Next one up. Other group that's killing it in the 5D, teachers. And the 5D is the fifth dimension. Yes. That's like spiritual, yeah. like, you know, I'm making that good karma, uh, all yeah. that. Teachers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So teachers, you know, I see a lot of people attracted to the teaching profession. A lot of different aura colors get attracted to the teaching profession. The problem is, is once you're there, <laughs> right? okay, there's this like, well, with me, there was an inauthentic yellow that settled in. Right. Um, sometimes with people, I'll see like an inauthentic blue settle in just because they do, you know, depending on the politics in the building that you work in, if they don't leave you alone, you're going to adopt whatever the politics are. So if you have like an administration that's very like inauthentic yellow, you're going to get that. If you're going to have an administration that's very inauthentic blue or red, you're going to pick that up. So they definitely will kind of, if they're not left alone. So I'll see this more in elementary school teachers and middle school teachers because they're less left alone than like high school teachers. As you recall, they probably just left you alone a little bit more than they do like in in elementary. You're always working with other people, other teachers, co-teaching, all this stuff. And, you know, high school teachers don't really do that as much. Okay. So, you know, as people know that listen to the show, I was a teacher for a long time. Yeah. So you're saying I didn't wear, I didn't have to wear an inauthentic color? I I mean, I don't think I did. You were just kind of miserable. Is that probably why? (laughs) Maybe if I put on an, if I was able, if I had the ability to wear an inauthentic color while I was teaching. You would have lasted two seconds as an elementary teacher. I might have been able to last longer. No, no, I don't think so. It doesn't mean you're going to last longer. It just means like you get more numb. Like you were yeah. very present for your unhappiness. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like other people can try to hide behind, hide away from it using their inauthentic colors. I hope this makes sense. Yeah. Like it's just kind of like wearing a mask. No, or, no, it makes sense because like I would go in and be like, how am I doing this today? I can't believe I have to do this again today. Yeah, like you would literally tell that to the kids. No, I know. <laughs> liked you so much right. but you're like hey man we don't want to be here either but know? like but then you i couldn't <laughs> each other but then there were other people i couldn't understand how they're doing it and they were fine with it well like, some people are fine with it yeah and that's like, great yeah, like, yeah, all right whatever. no some yeah, people are but know, no but it's true the, the thing is is like people can find joy yeah. in other ways so like i'll see people like with wearing inauthentic colors like i can't even think of people that you taunt with 
Yeah. And they would just... Yeah, they were able to, well, because, to do like, it. Like that one coworker of yours, like he really got into the girls' basketball. Like he was like really into that. That was his joy. That was his passion. He was able to take his inauthentic red and feel like power over something. Yeah. Like being in charge and being like like the head coach guy. And, da, da, da. and I saw it, like it was like a lot funneled into that. And then he worked with that other guy. He was really green. Yeah. And he was just like a slacker. Like the one who played hockey with you. Yeah. He was just like a slacker. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one. And he was just wacky. And at some point, he was totally authentic. And thank God he was tenured. Because right. like what would have happened <laughs> if he did that right. like or years earlier? So some people figure it out. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying they don't. Some people do figure it out and they stick to it. Yeah. I mean, it's I guess, not I, I, guess I had moments, you know, where I figured it out. But Yeah, you did. For mo- yeah, you, moments. You did. But I couldn't. It really was the monotony and the, and the repetitiveness. I know. That got to me. Yeah. Well, it, you, being a red, it's hard to f- not constantly have challenge. Yeah. You know, and I think some aura colors, um, like maybe if you're blue, you know, and yellow, maybe yeah. there's ways you can like, okay, like I can, this year I'm going to try this teaching strategy and it's going to be really cool and I'm going to get into it. I saw like other teachers that I worked with, like they would try different strategies of teaching the same information yeah. and I just was too purple for that. Like I just don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm like, you know, yeah. so they can kind of create an evolving situation for themselves where they're at and some people have to move. Some people have to move their feet and some people can do it where they're at. And that's just, you know, there's not right or wrong. It's just who you are. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's really weird. Imagine ninth grade, teaching ninth grade, five periods of ninth grade, the Mesopotamians to a bunch of ninth graders, like five times a day. I know. You go crazy. You know what's weird? Now you're doing that with our oldest. Like she comes home and she's just like, and you have to reteach it. Yeah. It's okay if I like if I only had to do it one time a day. Yeah, I would have been okay like in with the it. teaching movies, right? In the teaching movies, yeah. You guys, was, like, in, in a, the, the teaching movies, yeah. they lie. Like there's right. one period, you know, the bell goes off randomly. Like you know when the bell's going to go off. It's always like cut, you know, cutting the teacher off, and it's like one one day. That's it. Like Dangerous Minds. So she has like one class. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> no, she would have five <laughs> classes of that same horrible class. Right. <laughs> That doesn't make any do, sense. Right. You got to do those tricks five times. You got to do that five times. You right. got to be like, you have a choice five times. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Don't even get us over here on our co-red ranting about teacher movies. Yeah. All right. Next, I have the tech industry. So Okay. So if you work in tech at all and you're not green, you're going to get some. I'm even saying like at Best Buy. Okay. Okay. Like even like if you're working at the Best Buy customer service and like old ladies are like, I don't know how to turn, you know, and you just like, you didn't plug it in, ma'am, you know, or whatever. Like you got a little bit of green on you and authentically. And then if you work in an actual like tech industry or you're like working in tech or there's, you're talking about something, even engineer or mechanical or something like that, you're going to get the green on you. So like... My friend's husband, he works for the uh, Department of Transportation. Like, he wears an inauthentic green, but he fixes snowplows all day. So, like, obviously, like, it's going to be there on him his whole life, you know? Like, so, yeah. So, if you work with things like that, you're going to get a green on you. Yeah. You work at Best Buy, there's no way you can't have green. There's a green. Or anything with, like, you're talking about stuff like that, you're going to get a green on you. Yes. And if you do need someone to cut your cords, you know, there's a spell (laughs) on you or some weird thing, go to Best Buy. They'll do it for you. Yeah. All right. Next one, um, customer service. So I'm thinking like waiters, waitresses, people that are working with people hands on. They're kind of in, they're serving people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What what do you think about waiters and waitresses? Waiters and waitresses, they all, I don't know if, I would say it's a purple job. 
in general. I'm going to say, like, if you're a waiter or a waitress, like, you have some purple in you. Okay. Like, somewhere. Not everybody, but I would say a vast majority. Because I think, like, and that's different than customer service, like, in, I don't know, hospitality industry or something like that. I feel like being a waiter, waitress, a server, like, you have to deal with chaos. And purples can deal with that pretty well. So, like, all of a sudden, everything's quiet. The next moment, like, you have 10 tables at the same time. Like, you got to be purple to deal with that. You know, otherwise, you're not going to, you might freak out or something. So, there's no rhyme or reason to it. So, I feel like a lot of yellows, can't do it long term because it's like too crazy um so i will see a lot of purple uh serve serving people um but then in like if you're talking about customer service like when you call somebody and they pick up the phone you know yeah, like for that too. anything that's more, blue. that's more blue yeah you have to be more blue with that and well and like what would the waiter like what would be inauthentic so there you see them as purple is that inauthentic purple or is that just it's really hard purple? to wear an inauthentic purple okay. it's really hard oh, some well. people like some people do maybe when you're younger like you might go through like a phase like but it, it usually drops off if you're not actually purple okay you know would they have to wear an inauthentic yellow to like get the order right and things like you that know, or no? i think we've it's i would say purple's the only cohesive thing i can see but i don't really know if there's an inauthentic color thing with servers except that maybe blue's like your go-to one if they feel stuck or whatever if they're not already blue they might wear it all right yeah and my last one you know ever since i quit teaching i you know and the listeners know i've become an international sex symbol oh yeah and major influencer (laughs) um i just want to know you know do i have any inauthentic colors since i'm you know in that spotlight i'm so glad you mentioned this actually instagram influencers there's so much inauthentic yellow happening (laughs) like you they're all trying to be yellow and it drives me insane. Like it, it's like you can tell an actual yellow person cause it doesn't rub you wrong versus like an inauthentic yellow person right? where they're like trying to make their grid like perfectly color coded or whatever. And you're just like, I know you're trying too hard, you know, to do this um, because I feel like influencer life just is better suited for yellows and the kind of the stereotypical way you can see it happen. But there's so many people trying to be inauthentic yellow. Yeah. If you ever looked at Petro Hanchar's Instagram, <laughs> He's really yellowed it out. I feel like he's purple and (laughs) yeah, he's red. Yeah, he's purple red. (laughs) But it looked like go to his Instagram, Petro Hanchar, and it's going to be yellow. I I just picture Petro Hanchar's Instagram like a lot of club lighting, like all the time, like him with different club lights in different clubs, VIP rope, you know, behind the velvet rope. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, one more time for Matt and Tyler Jumanji. We got two more ads, and then we'll get into it. Okay. I talk about Skillshare a lot on here. And right now my daughter and I are doing a class together, which we're really enjoying. What is Skillshare? Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. There's tons to explore. There's real projects you can create. And there's real support of fellow creatives. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. I always like to try new things. And right now my daughter and I are doing a class on Skillshare together called Lettering for Self-Expression. Create stunning handcrafted type with a day hogue. We like to try new things. Um, I'm not very good at it. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be very good at it. It's fun. And it makes me think outside the box. And it's just something new for me to try. You know, you have to try new things to evolve and grow. And Skillshare is just this easy way you can do this at home. Um, 
whether you're a dabbler or a pro, I'm a totally a dabbler, you know, a hobbyist or a master, you're creative. We're all creative. You got to tap back into that. Discover what you can make with classes for every skill level. Experience real improvement with hands-on projects and classes designed for real life. Skillshare is incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. These classes are in digestible little portions, little lessons, a little bit at a time. And when you're all done, you know something, you know something new and it didn't take that much of your life up, you know, but you got so much out of it. So explore your creativity today at Skillshare.com slash KYA and get one month free trial of premium membership. That's one month of a premium membership at Skillshare.com slash KYA. You know, you want to do your part for the planet. And, you know, when people think like eco-friendly cleaning products are probably more expensive and less effective, like you have to sacrifice something when it comes to cleaning. You know, that's not true with Blue Land. Blue Land has fixed all of that with with its revolutionary refill tablets. Blue Land was founded on the belief that a cleaner planet starts at home. It's a simple idea. You buy this beautiful bottle once and you refill it forever. There's no more plastic waste. Just fill Blue Land's beautiful, Instagrammable. I mean, these things are gorgeous. I keep them out, actually. They're so pretty. Bottles with warm water. Pop in one of the hand soap or spray cleaner tablets. And within minutes, you have a powerful, a very powerful, and very effective cleaning product in the most incredible sense like rose bergamot and lily mint. Blue Land also has a convenient laundry and dishwasher tabs that come in chic and compact refillable metal containers instead of big, bulky, disposable plastic tubs. Blue Land's stunning, high-quality forever bottles start at just $10 when you buy a kit and are meant to be reused forever with money-saving refill tablets that start at just $2. So you can cut the plastic waste and you do not not have to sacrifice clean. Get Blue Land. You'll absolutely love it like I do and the planet will thank you. It feels so nice to actually be able to clean my house in a way that's honestly more effective than the stuff I get at the store traditionally. And it's just easy refill tablets. It comes right to my house. I mean, this isn't rocket science. It's like they figured out how to do the right thing and not really have to sacrifice for it at all. So right now you can get 15% off your first order when you go to blueland.com slash KYA. That's 15% off your first order of any products Blueland orders at blueland.com slash KYA. That's blueland.com slash KYA. Okay, let's talk about trauma and inauthentic aura colors. Today, I wanted to talk about inauthentic aura colors in relation to trauma. You've heard me talk about inauthentic aura colors before. Early on in the podcast, episode 30, if you want to listen to that around minute 20, I talk about overall what they are, and I talk about specifics, and I talk about the general overview, and also what each inauthentic aura color means. So if you want to listen to that, if you haven't, you can. But today I wanted to talk specifically about how inauthentic aura colors relate to trauma because it's a little different and it's a little more, you know, (laughs) 2.0 learning here. Okay. So first of all, let's recap. What is an inauthentic aura color? So I, I, I started calling it this. Um, I've, been seeing aura colors my whole life. As a lot of you know my story, 
I didn't know what they were good to, for until I started teaching. And I was like, oh, each aura color means, okay, you know, how they learn, how each aura color learns. And then it got deeper and deeper. And then I noticed, especially when I started looking at the parents of these kids, because kids don't usually wear inauthentic aura colors, but the parents sure did. I'm like, why is this different? And what is this? And it looks like a bad patch job if you're painting a wall. So let's say you're like me and you don't feel like repainting a whole wall. Sometimes you come around with the little, you know, extra paint and you just like patch over the parts that need to be repainted instead of doing the whole thing. That's what inauthentic aura colors are on your on your aura. You had to get through something. You needed kind of something, a quick fix. You didn't have the time to paint the whole aura, the right color authentically. So you put up a patch job. Overall, in general, what I realized was when I saw this is that a lot of us, because of what we're going through, we don't have the time to sit there and analyze and do the work of, okay, who am I really versus who am I trying to be? And so we just patch on an inauthentic aura color to get through. When this is linked to trauma, it's a little different than just, you know, mom told you this about your, you know, mom told you were messy your whole life. So you started being extra um, organized and you're kind of like purple shamed. So you're wearing inauthentic yellow. It's different than that. It's more about like something horrific happened to you and you had to patch something on to survive it and you don't know how to take it off. That's what we're talking about today. So when I started seeing inauthentic aura colors on people, I started just, you know, realizing it was four different reasons at the same time. And how does it affect somebody's life is the big question. So when you're wearing an inauthentic aura color, you don't feel exactly correct. You can feel numb or you can feel anxious. You can feel not right. You can feel like everything you're doing is going through the motions. You can feel disconnected from yourself or your present moment. It's always easier to look at ourselves in work or in job situations. A lot of us tend to wear inauthentic aura colors at work. When I was teaching, I would look in the mirror, you know, I'm purple indigo, but I would see an inauthentic yellow color. And let me tell you, I was absolutely crazy about lesson planning. My lessons were done a full year in advance. I had photocopies, any sort of organizational materials I needed three, four weeks ahead of time. I was absolutely nuts. If I wasn't planned for the, I don't know, 31st day ahead of where I was, I felt totally unsuccessful. That's not how authentic yellow people are, but that's what wearing an inauthentic yellow looks like. So I burned out really quick. So that's something that I was wearing at work, you know? So that's what it feels like. That's what it looks like. But trauma creates inauthentic aura colors too. And here's some reasons I want to go through these where trauma can create inauthentic aura colors versus just, okay, society builds us a certain way and we don't always fit in. So we put on a like an energy to try to fit in. Like I did when I was working, I tried to fit in. I tried to be more organized than I was naturally. And so I, I got stuck with it. This is more about trauma. So the first one I'll see with people is childhood trauma. This is something like with abuse, neglect, homelessness, major financial instability. I'll see people wearing certain aura colors that aren't theirs, but got stuck on them in childhood. 
Okay. Perhaps they were horrifically abused or they just didn't know where their next meal was coming from. There's a, a hardness that can come from that. There's an armor. Sometimes I'll see kids wearing red from growing up like that, like empath kids wearing red because of that. It's it's actually Rihanna. I just talked about this recently. Rihanna's um, boyfriend. I always, what is it, ASAP? <laughs> but the, the S is like a dollar sign, ASAP, ASAP. Anyways, he wears an inauthentic red. He's, and I act, because when I was looking at them, like, man, he's actually purple and blue, but he wears such an inauthentic red. And then when I looked into his childhood, I mean, the guy had like significant trauma growing up. That's a lot like what we're talking about here. And I just don't know if it's ever going to go away on him. I feel like he's aware of it, but it's kind of like putting down a shield that got you through so much. It's kind of like dropping the life uh, vest after you get off the sinking ship. It was so necessary for his life, that inauthentic red color. I don't know if he's ever going to be able to drop it, but sometimes in trauma situations, if you have an inauthentic aura color, you don't always get to drop it. It's something that is stuck on you like forever. You can be aware of it. You can understand it. You can know how it is, you know, that shield or that life vest and how it helped you. You can know that, but sometimes it's hard to drop it. And I want to explain my auras and accents theory that I come up with, I came up with myself. So uh, I hope I'm not jumping around too much. So back to like, it's hard to drop a color that was put on you so early on in childhood that was inauthentic yet necessary. Same thing with like learning a language. So they say, and just learning, um, you know, going for my bachelor's and master's in language acquisition, it, if you learn a language, so some of the of you who are um, bilingual will understand this. If you learn a language before puberty, really, before like the age of 12-ish, If you, let's say, you know, you grew up speaking, I don't know, fluent Spanish, you're eight years old, you move to the States, they throw you in second grade, you start, and today you're speaking it, you speak English fluently, you speak Spanish fluently, okay? Because you learned it before kind of like a critical age, a critical period for your brain. It's the same thing I see with auras. If you get some sort of like an inauthentic color stuck on you before like a critical age, it might be hard to get rid of it. It might be hard to get rid of it forever. It doesn't mean it's like, and it's not as awful actually as wearing one when you're older, I have to say, like if you're 30 and you pick one up versus if you're eight and you pick one up because there's more of a possibility you can kind of, just like if you're bilingual, like you can code switch if you're bilingual, you can kind of energy switch easier if you learn it when you're a kid. And I hope that makes sense. <laughs> and I I find it fascinating. And it's just another testimony to how kids are just more flexible and adaptable to even the energy that they have to pick. So when I look at ASAP Rocky, Rihanna's boyfriend, when I look at him, he has that ability. I feel like he's aware of it and he can turn it off when he's with her. And when he goes out in the world, he's got to do things for himself or fight for his business or fight what he's got to do. I feel like he puts it back on. And I don't know if he's ever going to be able to get rid of it, but I feel like he knows it in his own way. Okay. Another way you can, uh, you know, get inauthentic auras related to trauma is like childhood expectations. Now, this is something that probably a lot of us have endured. I'm talking about like the extreme ones. Cause like I said, usually a lot of kids don't wear inauthentic aura colors unless it's extreme, but it can happen or you'll 
I don't know, like at a certain age, like by the time you're 18 or whatever, it's just whatever you have it. But anyway, so this is like expectations. So maybe for example, with the Olympics, okay. I see a lot of these kids that are younger, like the gymnasts and whatever, they're wearing like a lot of inauthentic aura colors, like Simone Biles, like the girls wearing like inauthentic red. Okay. And she's an elite athlete. So it's very possible that one, and, and she's had quite She's had a lot of trauma, you know, with her abuse and then what happened to her as a child and whatnot. So, and and then with the elite athlete situation, like that red is just necessary to her. So I'll see that like, be great, you know, perform, clear the mechanism, get out there, do your thing. Nothing else is important except this moment. Like I can see. And then when I was just watching the Olympics, just all the athletes, it's really hard to tell what their aura colors are because it's like a mix of like yellows and blues and reds. Like there's not a lot of room for purples. There's not a lot of room. Um, even for greens, it's like this almost like competitive, focused, like rage inside of them that you can't succeed without it in that world. So I'll see that be great, be excellent, be tough, that kind of stuff. Those ideals can create inauthentic aura colors on young people. And then it's hard for them to shake it. Um, compensating for what parents couldn't be or do, man, children of addicts. If you're a child of an ad, if you're a child of an addict, you probably definitely have an inauthentic aura color and it might be yellow <laughs> because I will see and with a lot of my clients, they were the ones uh, at three years old making dinner for their uh, two-year-old sibling. Oh, yeah, that happens. And that might have been you, okay? Like, I'll see the 12-year-old uh, oldest uh, getting all their siblings ready for school, you know, getting them to the bus. I mean, it's amazing with, you know, getting dinner on the table, taking care of this person, putting this person to bed, do, 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 do. Like they become parental sometimes. So even if the um, mother or father who was the addict, you know, came to and they got help and it's hard to shake that as you get older. So I'll see a lot of um, kids who, who had to compensate for what mom or dad couldn't do getting in an authentic aura color. And usually it's because they had to self-nurture and usually nurture other children in the household. Culture and background. Okay. So I talk about this a lot. For example, like, you know, men, you know, boys, I'll see a lot of yellow boys, but not a lot of yellow men. <laughs> um, I'll see a lot of green girls, but not a lot of green women. I've talked about that an awful lot. I talk about how it's harder to be sometimes a, a red girl than it is a red boy. You know, just because society conditions us to be a certain way, it's easier to be a red or green guy than it is to be a purple blue guy, than it is to be a yellow blue guy. It's easier to be a purple yellow woman or, you know, than it is to be um, a red, like a red blue woman sometimes, you know, depend and I'm not saying that, you know, um, I'm not saying that like it doesn't happen. I'm just saying it's harder sometimes for those aura colors. If you don't have the right conditioning at home sometimes too, to kind of like flourish without more of a struggle. So I will see obviously society, you know, latching on to gender roles and then that affecting like your aura. And I think I've also talked about this um, 
in like the Aura Kids episode and the Ancestral Trauma episode, like when I look at pictures of children, for example, from like, I don't know, as long as there have been pictures, I can see auras. I can't see before that. So paintings and stuff, I can't see aura colors in. But like when I look at photos from like whenever we have photos like 100 years ago or whatever, there's no like pink children. There's not a lot of purple kids either. It's a lot of blue. It's a lot of blue and it's a lot of green and it's yellow. And that's kind of it. And it's kind of sad, you know, because, so, and, and so at least now I'm seeing kids with like more colors, which means like we're allowing them to be more themselves, but you know, society and culture and the times definitely affects aura colors. So it's wonderful. We're living in such a time where even though there's a lot of conflict and even though there's like, you know, a lot going on, at least there's a variety, at least there's like at least there's an acknowledgement of variety so that we can be more ourselves and we can teach our children to be more of themselves. But yeah, so culture and background, um, parts of the world and parts of the country even, they have different vibes. They have different kind of like aura stuff. So for example, in the Midwest, yeah, I'll see a lot more. It's more encouraged to be yellow. New York City, it's more encouraged to be red. Um, different parts of the world, like again, I mean, just because the Olympics were on, different cultures and whatnot, you can see it's like, okay, that's more blue or they, okay, they're they're pushing their people to be more green or whatever. So it's like when I look at like a lot of the Russian athletes, I get a, a lot of red vibes. There's just a lot of conditioning to be, I guess, like stoic or something. So I feel like there's or tough, tough, endure, that kind of mentality. So it, depending on what culture you look at, that can influence you too. You know, I'm sure a lot of you that grew up in Asian households, black households, it's kind of like ever or Spanish. Sometimes there's different, uh, I don't know, I call them flavors. You know, it's a different kind of flavors because the cultures have their kind of like influence of them of themselves for example i'll read a lot of like you know spanish people and there's a big thing with like men being really macho and you know they're not they're all born what they are you know but there's just this kind of edge like oh no gotta be more macho and and so like sometimes i'll see those guys wear a little inauthentic red if they're not already red so it's just something that we put on our kids and culturals they do have an influence it'd be weird if it didn't right and I want to talk about racism too, because, and I'm not saying I understand what people who are discriminated against go through, like at all. I'm just telling you what I see in aura color. Okay. So a lot of times, for example, I'll see black people wear inauthentic blue to be invisible. I think all the time how being an empath and being a minority in this country must be absolutely, I can't even imagine like, cause I'm an empath, but I'm like white. So I can get very invisible about it. But if you're like black or, you know, you're AAIP or something like that's not, I'm sorry, AAPI, there's no way you're going to blend in and then be able to like not hear the thoughts and feelings of other people. So what do they try to do? A lot of them, I will see where inauthentic blue, let me be invisible. Let me blend in. Let me be quiet. Let me not stand out. Um, my friend, she's, uh, she's Asian and we were just talking, we were just like walking together and she's just like telling me just this incident where, I don't know, like anybody, she wanted to like go to customer service at Target 
to just explain that they got something wrong, but how much stress she had. And this is her quote. She said, I didn't want to look like the crazy Asian angry lady. And I, you know, you forget when you're friends with somebody sometimes that they go through this stuff because you just see them as a person, you know, and like I have that luxury not to like live my life that way, but she doesn't. Man, I'm like, oh, it sucks, you know. And so, you know, she's natural. She's actually authentically a red person too. She's actually has an authentic red aura, and she can't go be herself. You know, any red person is going to be like, hey, you messed up. Please fix it. Thank you. Like she is nervous about being that way because she knows she's going to hear their thoughts and feelings and judgments about and just make it about her culture. So what does she do? She wears a lot of inauthentic blue instead of being her red purple self. And man, that sucks, you know, but again, that's what the culture can do with your aura. It can create inauthentic colors on you to compensate for just like the world as it is. Um, socioeconomic, you know, just kind of being, um, in, you know, I think when you grow up in a certain socioeconomic situation, there's a lot of shame, so I'll see, I'll see people who grew up like without a lot or grew up very poor, you know, as they kind of like come into their own a little bit, sometimes they can act different ways. One, they can be extremely uh, flashy cashy. <laughs> so they're like, they're going to be a little more purple maybe than they may want to be or a little more red or something. So they can be a little bit more like, Ooh, all right, here I am. I got it. I got to spend it because I'm so sick of people knowing I don't have it and judging me. So I'm going to like come out with it like that a little bit. So that can kind of cause an inauthentic burst of color that might get you in trouble when it's not even you. It's just you trying to compensate for what you used to be or something. Or I'll see people who still struggle with it and now they're okay. And they have such this need to be uh, invisible or like put it away or, or have fear. And that can create like an authentic green sometimes, like a, like an intense frugality that's not supposed to be there. So yeah, so that can happen too. And also, like I said, the time period born. You know, your grandparents didn't have the opportunities like you have to be more authentic and hopefully um, your children have to be even more authentic, you know, hopefully. And then just depending on where you're born, like we're very lucky to live if you're listening in a country where you have rights and, you know, the government like looks at you and, and sees you as a person, you know, you were very fortunate, but different countries, like when I look at on the news, like North Korea or something, like it's not, it's like a lot of blue. It's a lot of inauthentic blue. It's a lot of just be invisible, blend in, don't do anything. Don't, don't make any noise. So we're lucky that we get to live here because like, if you were in a country where that wasn't the case, your aura is going to, going to be inauthentic. It's going to, it's going to try to create a survival situation for you. Okay. When you notice you have an inauthentic aura color and it's due to like trauma, the first thing that can happen is uh, it can be really stressful. It's kind of like losing your security blanket. Um, your whole life's been built up around that. You know, it was, it was your life vest. It was something that you might not be able to get rid of. It might be something you might have to come to terms with and see as just a part of you now that you have to constantly kind of like move over before you go make any decision or choice. So, it, your whole life is every relationship you have, every job you took, every decision you made was based off of an inauthentic aura color or like a fear-based mindset. And your ego has built up with the whole thing. Like, hey, if you don't follow that, like we built up this whole way for you to survive. If you don't 
keep in line with that, your brain, you know, your ego talks to your brain and then you feel like you're going to die. So it's like a lot of panic attacks. It's a lot of anxiety. It's a lot of mental health stuff going on. I mean, you need therapy when you're getting rid of an inauthentic aura color. You need spiritual work. You need journal. You need all the things when you're getting rid of it. It's really hard to go through it without support. Because you have always thought, oh my God, this is who I am. And all of a sudden you're like, maybe that's not who I am. I always just thought that was me. And right there, when you have that realization about yourself, it's like your world crashes down. And the other thing is everyone in your life expects you to be that way. So when all of a sudden you're not acting the way that they thought, they come after you too. Like, who are you? Why have you changed? I mean, the wrong people say that the right people say oh my gosh I'm so proud of you I, you know I've, I'm I'm you've gotten so um confident like I'm, I'm excited for you I'm really you make me happy you make me inspired to do the same thing that's what you hear from the right people from the wrong people you're like you've changed you're cold or you're this or you're that or be basically because they're not used to you and they liked you the way that you were in authentically so when you start changing you know they never liked you for you anyways they liked you because how you made them feel so you got to get rid of those people but they'll notice so when you get rid of an inauthentic aura color um and you're honest about like hey i went through this trauma you know this is how i've dealt with it these are my issues you know you're gonna see who your friends are and finally you know relationships will change you know, you're married, you get, you're dropping in an authentic aura color, you're coming to terms with why you had it. Yeah, it, it, you have to be open and honest about this and super vulnerable, but you really usually have no choice to be but that. But the more, uh, I guess, honest you are and communicative you are, you'll see how your significant other responds. You'll see how your kids respond. You'll see how your parents respond. You'll see how your siblings respond. It's going to change the dynamics of relationships. It's going to trigger a lot of people. Because they're going to feel their itchiness with their inauthentic aura colors itching up against them. Their soul's crying out to change. And either they're going to follow that or they're going to shut it down. Um, so when is an inauthentic aura color probably staying? I talked about ASAP Rocky. He was like my big. <laughs> but, but a lot of you, I think, are understand that. You know, um, entrepreneurs, you know, I'll see sometimes like green guys and green women and they built some sort of really cool green conceptual business, which, you know, we never understand, but they're cool. Like some sort of like, whatever, they're doing their thing, their company or their business or whatever they've done. But they have to deal with billing and clients and employees and red people stuff. So I'll see it sometimes green people who came up with this amazing vision for a company we're inauthentic red because they're also dealing with day-to-day entrepreneur like business stuff that more red people are suited for. So I'll see them wear inauthentic red. Then it's hard to get rid of it because you can't, you need to kind of have your finger in both pies there, but it's something that sometimes you'll wear it like sunglasses. Like, okay, when I have to see what's going on, I put on my glasses and when I don't need it anymore, I'll take them off. So I think awareness helps when an inauthentic aura color isn't going away. Um, and you have to see it as like a tool or a hat, or like I said, like sunglasses, where you can separate yourself from the accident involves and finding something authentic within the inauthentic things. For example, let's say you're a blue or an indigo and you're, you know, more empath. You're, you don't really like to tell people what to do, but now you're in a leadership position at work, which can be stressful because you feel other people's feelings as your own all the time. So then telling them what to do and telling them when they did something wrong and calling them in for meetings and this and that can be extremely detrimental to your mental health. 
So how do you do it? If you can't quit the job, how do you do it? You have to find the authentic things within it. So you have to say to yourself, okay, even though I don't like leading, I can't lead the way other people lead. I got to lead the way I lead. So then you start getting honest about it. How do you feel today? This is what I'm telling you. This is uncomfortable for me to say, but I want you to know this isn't personal. This is about you. I really appreciate all these things that you do. And we're just going to work together on these things that we have to change. So you have to just have to do things like, you know, okay, I'm helping this person grow in in our company, or I'm helping them understand things about themselves, or I'm going to, I'm going to hold their hand while I tell them how to do, you know, you have to find maybe in your empath way, how to be a leader where it's helping them because that's your authentic way to do things anyways. So you have to find like authentic pathways through the inauthentic things that you're doing, if that makes sense. Not everything has to be done the way other people do it. You got to find your own ways to doing them. So yeah, another thing is like, sometimes I'll see inauthentic aura colors and it's never going away. And I've said this before, like, and I mentioned it with the Olympic sports. That's one. Another thing like army, military, sometimes though, like if, if you stick and, and I wanted it cause we have a lot of military, um, people, and, you know, who listen or who are related or to somebody in the military or married or something like that. This is the thing. Um, we're so grateful for the people that choose to serve for our country. I mean, it's a selfless act. And yes, it's such a selfless act. So who do you think they get a lot of? I see a lot of purple, blue people joining the military because they're purple. They're like, oh my gosh, I don't have a direction right now but I really want to do something bigger than myself. I really want to help a greater cause. I really want to feel like I'm making a difference. I really want to know people in in a really close way and work together with them. That's the purple blue stuff. So they get a lot of purple blue people joining the military, but then they infuse a red on them because you have to, it's the only way the place works. It's an institution and you need that. Otherwise we can't have purple people running the military. Okay. It's just not going to work. So like they use the red comes in. And so I'll see a lot of people when they're kind of, all right, I'm done with this military thing. I've been in like 15 years. Like they don't know they got to start at square one because they never figured out themselves as their authentic blue, purple self. And now they're wearing this inauthentic red. They've been so deeply conditioned that they're never going to get rid of that. Like once you're in the military, some things just stick, you know, and now they have to kind of work with all of that. So it's very ingrained. It's very fiercely ingrained. And it's something I see a lot of. And it's something that that you have to at least acknowledge that that little military hat or that color isn't going anywhere and you still have to move forward in spite of it. But you're starting at square one. You're kind of starting at whatever age you entered at, like whatever age that was, going back there and trying to find yourself with all the things that are more, I guess, okay in quotation marks when you're young. I um, tried this job, I tried this job, I tried this one, I tried this one, and then I tried this one. You know, you got to probably do that, but maybe you're 40 now. And it doesn't, it's not as socially acceptable. And then you can get mad at yourself. But really, that's normal. You have to go back to square one. That's the other for, for anybody. When you drop an inauthentic aura color, you got to go from square one. When I dropped my inauthentic yellow, I had to go back to square one. I didn't know what I was doing. It took me time to get into the aura reading thing, okay? The psychic medium thing. I took some time and I tried a lot of different weird, like babysat. I did like nothing. I like, you know, it was weird for a while. I had to go back to that age when I should have tried a bunch of different things and I didn't. So I did it. Um, 
Okay. When you drop an inauthentic aura color, you can feel empty. It's a friend. You know, you can feel messy. You can feel like there's a hole you don't know what to fill it with. You can feel lost, scattered, loss of self, numb. It's an ego death. Last episode, um, when I talked about ego death, it's like an ego, it's, it is an ego death when you lose it because it's a part of you that is artificial yet was necessary for a long time and you thought it was you. So when it goes away, you have to redefine who you are. What does life look like after you drop your inauthentic aura color? It's free. It's very freeing. It's very open. It's very vast. It's very vulnerable. A lot of you might be in that space right now, but it's freedom. And you have to just try a lot of different things on in order to kind of feel your way out of it and see who you really are and see, stretch those legs that weren't really used for many years in order to walk where you're supposed to go. You know, the whole thing with wearing an inauthentic aura color, it stunted your authentic aura growth. So when you take it off, you have to relearn yourself. Just like if somebody didn't walk for years and they had to learn how to walk again, that's what you're doing. But with your energies, you got to try the different things. You got to meet the new people. You got to do the new stuff. Just like all the things we talk about on here, you got to just try new things and just get little, little bursts of inspiration as you go. And every time you feel that little burst of inspiration, that's you. That's you connecting to you and what's greater than you. And that right there is the payment and it's worth it. I want to hear your stories about how you felt when you kind of freed yourself from who you thought you were and were reborn into who you actually are. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right, so... I actually have one more question. So I, I think you usually say that people should have two aura colors. Yeah, usually you're authentically two. Sometimes you're authentically three. Right. Okay. So some people are, are three colors, but most people are two. two. Mm-hmm. Try, try, sometimes they're tri- yeah. tries. So I had a, this actually this person had a question on the Mr. Canales Spiritual Family, Emily, and I just wanted to read it and maybe just get a little clarification. Okay. People are wondering about it. She writes, hey there, hope. Hopeful new friends, I'm so curious as to how many others suspect or are confirmed they have four or more colors. What is your combination and you feel as overwhelmed and confused as I do to all, all the time? Uh, I've been secretly hunting for the answer to this question for a few weeks and finally feel the courage to ask outwardly after seeing someone else's inquiry in a comment. I was quickly confirmed to be a turquoise with a lot of other colors in quotes. So... You're basically saying that usually people are two or three. So what if someone thinks they're like four colors? Well, she's or, a turquoise. Yeah. So turquoise is, especially when you don't have a grasp on what that is, especially when you're kind of new to your turquoise journey, Okay. <laughs> you absorb a lot of other things. It's harder for turquoises to know who they are versus who they're picking up. It's just harder for them. They have the least amount of boundaries that way. Right. So if she's saying she was confirmed as turquoise um, by me... You know, and if it was a quick reading, I'm just like, you're turquoise and like, you're holding on a lot of different colors, you know, without a full reading, she's probably like, oh my gosh, like, so what does that mean? Or, or so the stuff I'm absorbing is me or isn't it? So really what it is, is you can be, um, turquoise or sometimes indigo or sometimes blue, like those, those kind of blue colors. And you can feel a lot of other people's stuff all the time. The work is now making the distinction, it's differentiating other people's stuff from yours. That's the work. So I, like, so if you feel um, 
somebody else's stuff and your whole life you were conditioned to take that as reality and you never separated it from your own stuff, that's going to take some time to sift through. That is the work. Like that is what we're doing here. That's like a lifetime's journey, honestly. So that's why I always say like sometimes you have to sit with yourself several times a day. It's like my three word journal, three times a day, three words. How do I feel? That's it. Like, sit down. I feel anxious, nervous, tired. Why am I nervous? You know what I mean? Well, I just had this conversation with my coworker. Is this her stuff I'm getting or is that my stuff? Did I feel her wanting me to do something for her that was inferred, not said, and now I'm acting on that? See, you have to sit there and be like, whoa, what's mine? Versus what do I do because other people want me to? Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So she's probably stuck in that right now. Is that different than the colors being inauthentic then? Yes. That's different. Yeah, that's just empath stuff. Yeah. And that's like my whole like basis of a lot of this. As an empath, you know, when I talk about the recovering empath, especially when you're unaware um, in the beginning of your journey, your whole life you've been conditioned to take other people's stuff and think it's you. So you become the people pleaser. You become, you know, kind of malleable or uh, everything you do is for other people because you borrow their satisfaction or you borrow their feelings and you replace them instead of your own. So it's kind of like getting in touch with that and being like, Hey, wait a second. You know, something very simple. Like if like, Hey, where are we going to dinner tonight? I don't care. Where do you want to go to dinner? Well, I want to go to this pizza place. And you're like, okay. And then just take that minute and be like, do I really, I mean, this sounds simple, but this is where you got to start. Do I really want to go to there? Or am I just saying that because they because I want what that they want more than what I would want, right? You know, and you can still go to the place that you're going to go, but at least be real with yourself in that very tiny moment. And it's funny how it's something because we can start simple like that, like very simple like that, and then you can spread it out too. Okay, I just took over this project at work. Did I want to, or did I feel like I had to because this person was insecure or whatever? You know, little things like that. Um, that's the bigger. Mike, you know, macrocosm of the micros. So just taking, taking, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes right. total sense. All right. Does it? Yeah. Okay. 100%. Okay. Yeah. No, I learned actually a lot today. Yeah. But then sometimes too, oblutigos, for example, yeah. like, so we came up or with the term, You came up with that. Yeah. I came up with the term blutigo, um, kind of like that mushing of blue plus indigo. Yeah. That's one color. Like some of us have this ability to kind of go back and forth, but that's natural to us. Sometimes we're blue, sometimes we're indigo. Cause you know, those two colors do overlap a lot. And some of us just naturally go back and forth on the, on the scale there, the spectrum between the two. And that's fine. That's normal for them. If that's what you are. So if you told someone you're yellow and blue to go, you're not three colors. You're not three colors. Yeah. You're you're yellow and blue to go. Yellow and blue to go. Yeah. And you fly. You know, people, we're complicated. Like, I'd love if we could just check off boxes, but would I love that? Like, we're, every single one of you is so unique, you know? And that's why, like, with the colors, like, this is just, like, like we always say on here, it doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what anybody says about you. It matters the journey you take within. So when she's confused about, does anybody feel confused that there might be four colors? It's really not about that. It's like, hey, let's start with your confusion. Yeah. What is that about? Let's let's jump into you, you know, and be like, okay, why am I confused? When am I confused? How does that feel? When does that get triggered? And how does me, maybe an expectation of I'm supposed to know who I am and these colors are triggering it, you know, where is that expectation coming from that you're supposed to label yourself? Because turquoises really have a heart, you know, maybe they can't be labeled, you know, that's part of their gift, like, you know, being who they are, label-less. All right, that's 
fantastic. Okay, I hope that makes sense. Yeah, it makes 100%. <laughs> Sometimes I talk and I don't know if, it makes if any of this makes sense. I hope this whole episode made sense. Same. This is like Aura Honors. Yeah. Yes. Honors this, this, Aura this episode. Is, yeah, this was definitely a, <laughs> definitely a deep, definitely much deeper. If you go deep in Auras, this episode is for you. Okay. And the one thing I know that I know that I can do now is I am going to get Petro Hantrar to shed his inauthentic yellow. Oh, okay. All right. Good project. Thanks, everybody. You know, this podcast is for you and about you. I'm so happy that you're here and spending time with us today. Take care. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app.